Well, we know the Sydney Swans caused a major upset in their red and white over the Western Bulldogs on the weekend, but there's another Swans team wears red and white, and they are on an uncanny winning streak, and I'm talking of the Yapoon Swans in Queensland, and their president is Peter Watkins, and he's been kind enough to join us. Peter, thanks for joining us on Sporting Goss here in WA. What a milestone. 100 consecutive wins. It's uh, it's uh, something that you'd never imagine, I guess. Um, uh, but, yeah, no, so on Sunday we uh, we kicked over the 100, raised the bat. Um, <laughs> the, uh, the national and uh, all-time record is 89, which we actually took at last year's grand final. Um, uh, we played a 10-round season last year because of COVID, um, and we're 11 games in this year. So, yeah. It is incredible. Why have you had so much success? Are you good or are the opposition not so good? Yeah, no, look, I think we'd surprise people just how probably good we are. We've got a, a really good club structure. Um, we've uh, got a... People would be surprised if I can tell you exactly what sort of football we play here in terms of Aussie rules, given the fact that we're in rugby league heartland. I mean, there's six clubs in the competition um, and, and each club puts nine teams on the, on the field every week. Um, which, uh, as I said, in central Queensland is pretty remarkable in lots of ways. But, yeah, we've, our, our boys have got a very professional attitude, had a great coaching structure, and, um, yeah, it, uh, and they certainly work hard. First things first, uh, for our listeners here in WA, where is Yapoon in, you talked about central Queensland, how far from Brisbane town? Uh, about 700 k's north of Brisbane and about 700 k's south of Townsville. Um, so we're about halfway. We're on the coast. Rockhampton's the, the biggest major centre, and that's about 40 k's inland from where we are. The only thing I know about Yapoon is I think you've got a racetrack there and uh, you have the Yapoon Gallops, but now I know the Yapoon Swans. I'm pretty happy. You're in a rugby league heartland, so uh, this is breaking down barriers. Uh, one would imagine, you talk about nine teams, uh, so nine teams in each club in six-team competition, one would say that the sport is absolutely thriving in Yapoon and the and surrounding districts. Yeah, it it does well. I mean, um, and so does rugby league. Don't get me wrong. Um, but um, you know, as I said, so we put a sevens, nines, elevens, thirteens, fifteens, seventeens, a resies, an A grade, and a women's side on the on the deck each week. Um, uh, we play against two clubs from uh, uh, from the Port Curtis end. One Gladstone and, Boyne, and the other one Boyne Island Town and Sands, and then there's a uh, three clubs in the Rocky area region. So, yeah, it, it does pretty well. It's, it's, it's a hard slog at times, don't get me wrong, but but uh, but we get there. Peter Watkins, our guest, Yapoon Swans president, they've reached a, a milestone of 100 consecutive wins. In that time, Pete, just off the top of your head, have many of the games been close? Has there been any sort of one-pointers or anything like that, or have they normally been pretty decisive? Uh, they've been pretty decisive, particularly the the latter the latter four or five years um, in most cases. But there's uh, there's a couple of clubs certainly challenging us again this year, um, and that's good. Um, I think it's good for the for the comp. But I guess generally it's been uh, it's been pretty uh, significant margins. We're pretty proud. Most of our uh, most of our players are, are all come through our own junior junior program. There's certainly a few uh, people that have moved in and out of town. But I think one of the big parts is is we're actually 40 years old, or we were last year, um, and and uh, and our backbone of this club are probably the, oh, sorry, this success have probably been really the first generation of kids that started playing 
Aussie rules when they're seven or eight or ten, ten year old. Whereas prior to that, uh, a lot of them might have been converts or moved in from other areas or, or whatever. So I think that's a big part of that. But as I said, the professionalism of the boys and they certainly get into it. And, I, I was really, and, it's, and it's been really good for our community. Yeah, no doubt. I was reading online and I, this is sort of a snapshot. So the winning streak goes back six years, three prime ministers, two coaches, Multiple players, longest streak in Aussie history. Um, go back even further. COVID wasn't around. Donald Trump was just a businessman. Muhammad Ali was still alive. And a woman had never ridden the winner of a Melbourne Cup. I read that online. It sort of sums up what you've done in that six-year, 100-game space. Yeah, it's pretty remarkable, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, as I said, but it's been a long time work in progress. Um, I mean, I've, I've been president for 11 years and uh, and vice president for a long time prior to that. I mean, it's... Been a lot of lot of lot of work, but as I said, the boys really put in, and they and they're enthused, and uh, and they really get a kick out of playing footy and playing footy together. I suppose the players themselves don't want to be a part of the team that is part of the losing team. They're the one. That's the that's the that's the one hanging over their head. We all know that that's inevitable someday, but uh, the the further away it is, the better. <laughs> uh, one would imagine that when you have success, that brings. Members, supporters, sponsors. Tell us a bit about your crowd numbers, your membership base, and and some of your sponsors that have probably been on board. And I'm sure when you get national publicity that, that like you're receiving for this hundred game milestone, that can only be a good thing for the club going forward. Absolutely. Um, um, our uh, local businesses uh, are absolutely unbelievable in terms of how they support us, and, and we've had major sponsors now with us for for fifteen or sixteen years. Um, which is which is great. Um, we don't uh, we, we you know we do all the field preparations. All the facilities are all owned, you know, owned and developed by ourselves. Um, we don't have the cancels and mow the lawns and the, the, the fields and, and that sort of thing. We do all of that by volunteers. Everything's done by volunteers. Um, and uh, and so to have the whole community and, and as I said, those sponsors behind us and they've been with us for a long time. Um, the, the the whole community gets behind us, I guess. Um, and uh, the good news. In terms of crowds, um, we get solid crowds of a few hundred at, at most home games. Um, yeah, we have a, a reasonably loyal following. Um, and to give you an idea, the grand final last year, we hosted the grand final for the very first time. Uh, it was our chance to host the grand final, and that was, it was rather unique because um, um, it was our 40th year anniversary as a club, and, and we also took the, the national and world record then at, at, of 89. But we had 3,000 people wow. at the footy. So that's uh, not bad. Hey, who's Matty Wallen when he's at home? <laughs> Bit of a legend. Um, he's been captain the entire year, the period. He uh, he's a very good footballer. He, uh, he he started playing football when he was sort of nine or ten year old here. Uh, he's uh, he's in his uh, he's hit the thirty mark a bit over. Um, his father was an actual fact our coach for for the entire eighty nine um, record games. He's um, he retired, believe it or not, at the end of uh, of last year. And uh, what's a real credit to him, uh, our girls were struggling, uh, our women's team, and uh, and he's taken up coach of the women's this year, the women's team. So, uh, but Matt, Matt's uh, Matt's been a stalwart of the club, and and he's a life member already. And uh, yeah, he uh, he's done he's done a great deal, and it's full credit to him. Peter Watkins, our guest on man. Sporting Goss, Yapoon Swans president, uh, a team 700k south of Townsville, 700k north of Brisbane, and uh, they are on an unbeaten winning streak. They've had won 100 games in a row over there. Um, 
Look, this is a long stretch. Have you had any boys come through your team that have gone on to play at a better level? Uh, we've certainly got a few that have gone to uh, Brisbane and, and, and played in uh, AFL Queensland. Uh, quite a few that have that have done that. Um, and uh, and we've certainly got a, a crop of juniors here at the moment that have um, certainly going through that period now. We've had uh, we had boys down there on the weekend that were playing um, in at AFLQ level at various levels, and we we encourage it and uh, look forward to to those kids getting the opportunity. We haven't had anybody get to the draft yet, but um, um, we will. I'm sure we will. No doubt about that. And just last one for you, Pete. You talked about the women's game and and the fact that Matt Wallen Senior has taken up the coaching and and you've got a women's team there. What about the growth of the AFL in uh, in the women's sector over there uh, in your area? Uh, is that so? You're telling me that every of the, all six clubs have got women's teams? Absolutely. We are actually uh, the longest running uh, women's competition, I think, certainly outside of Brisbane. And I think there was only a handful in Brisbane when we started. So we're actually now twelfth season, um, full season, and we had a practice run season prior to that with a women's comp uh, in this league. Um, and, uh, and we've got a, an under-16s uh, comp that um, they hold sort of just a, you know, we, we're two and a half hours from our, uh, from, we're at the northern end, I guess, of the league, and it's two and a half hours to, uh, to the southern end of the league. And I know a lot of WO be sort of travelling similar distances. Yeah. Um, but it's hard to sort of get everything in on the one day, but we do have an under 16s, but we have a lot of kids, girls are allowed to play in the boys competition uh, or the mixed competition, I guess it is until, uh, until they're 14 year old. So we have a lot of girls playing in that under sevens, nines, 11s, 13s category uh, across all the clubs. And, um, and there's some very good footballers. We've, um, there's not, not from our club, but certainly from other clubs in the league, there's been uh, girls go through and play in the state league comp and even be, uh, on the edge, certainly, have been drafted. There's a couple of girls that have played for the Brisbane Lions and whatever from other clubs in the region. Fantastic. Hey, mate, it is a great story, and it's a story that you should be incredibly proud of, of a football club, of an area, of a region. 100 consecutive wins by the Yapoon Swans up there. When's your next game, mate? Who's the next uh, lamb to the slaughter for the Swannies? <laughs> yeah, I think they're, they're probably the second-best uh, club in the in the league this year. Glenmore, we got them on Sunday at home, and... Uh, and they'll be raring and, and keen to have a go, but uh, our boys are waiting for them. Good on you, mate. Appreciate your time. All the very best. It's a wonderful culture. It is a great part of, of course, the AFL when it comes to teams up in Queensland. And you talk about you're a long way from Brisbane town and from the main thresh- threshold of AFL country, but you're doing a, a wonderful service for the competition and the game in general. 100 consecutive wins for the Yapoon Swans. Appreciate your time, and thanks for joining us, Peter. Brilliant, mate. Thank you. That's Peter Watkins. He's the Yapoon Swans president. Look them up. Look them up on their social medias. They are dead set. Uh, History-breaking, record-making AFL football club. 100 consecutive wins. You don't get that very often nowadays. This is the Sporting Goss.